need to speak a word in, in 10-15 minutes, isn't it? Normally, preachers are long-winded. But uh, thank the Lord for this good word uh, about uh, James and John, one of the two of the uh, great uh, disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen. They suffered a lot for the Lord, and they counted every moment of it worthy and uh, honorable. So we praise God for that. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you. Amen. So today I'm going to share with you uh, just a few verses because uh, we have a we have a new uh, new theme for this year. As I said yesterday, we are not replacing the uh, old one because that is so critical for our uh, uh, growth. As I said yesterday, uh, without revival, there won't be any increase. You know, uh, if we go on like we are going, you know, like someone said, if you continue to do what you are doing, you will be the same. There is not much happening. So we really need a revival. Revival is a good thing. Amen. It is a good thing. It will, it will cause us to draw closer to God. And that's a beautiful thing. And uh, it will cause us to shed some tears. I wanted to ask you, how long has it been some tears came uh, uh, through your uh, uh, eyes uh, when you meditated upon God, when you read the scripture? Uh, have you wept before God? You know, when revival happens, weeping will happen. You know, those hardness will be taken away. And we will become tender and malleable in the presence of God. So revival is good, and we need to pray for revival in our own life and uh, in the lives that, of people that we love. As I said yesterday, we need to pray for revival in our uh, wives' lives, in our husbands' lives, in our children's lives, and say, God, please revive them. Please revive them. Uh, because uh, we, we are so used to the way this world is. If you, if you look at the church and the world, I wonder we can see a major difference. And, uh, uh, but we should see a major difference between how people of God live and talk and conduct themselves and as uh, the world does. So it is critical that I need to have a revival. I must have a revival. And everyone here needs to have a revival. Amen. It is important. It is, it is needed. Uh, without revival, we, can't, we won't be drawing closer to God. Without revival, uh, we won't be increasing. Without revival, we won't be able to win souls into the kingdom of God. Praise God. So, so we have revival, and then we have, um, then we have um, the increase. Amen? So increase comes uh, with revival. And uh, this morning, as I uh, um, looked at my phone, I got a message from uh, Sri Devi uh, from Rochester, and that, that refreshed me much. And I want to read it for you. Uh, it said, uh, "It said, uh, uh, hello, Pastor Babu, how are you? Uh, God is blessing Indian people in Rochester. Ladies' prayer meetings that was held today at our house 
there were six people attending. Uh, three new Telugu people came to pray and to hear about God. And last weekend, I invited one more girl, um, but she missed it today. God is really working in Rochester Fellowship and ladies' prayer meetings. Truly blessed with God's work. Wow. Now, th you know, this is a lady that was baptized in our camp. And when I read that, it just, just, just blesses me to see what God is doing. God is doing a, a great thing. So revival is happening. And we need more of it. Uh, God is really working uh, in Rochester Fellowship. Truly blessed with God's work. Even today, I gave my other Telugu Bible to one of Telugu auntie, which she came today. And I know her since 10 years back, but I never had this conversation with her. She took the Bible very happily, and she's planning to read the Word of God. What do we do for God? What do we do for God? Everything is possible with God. Tomorrow is no pastor. <laughs> we miss terribly uh, our church services in BLC due to weather. Uh, but we are going to a church in Rochester. Please pray for Rochester Fellowship and ladies' prayer meeting. Truly motivated by with your services at BLC. Praise God. Isn't that refreshing to know? Amen. Sometimes we wonder what is happening, Lord. You know, we labor, we pray, we preach, and we do things and say, God, what is happening? But a testimony like that, you know, gives you life. Something is happening. Praise God. Praise God. And Divya, you know Divya, most of you know Divya, called yesterday. She said, Pastor, I want to be baptized too. Praise God. And, but she is having some inconveniences. She asked, can we do it in March? So, so we said, whenever we schedule it next time, we will schedule you for baptism. So God is, God is doing a good thing in these people's lives. Pray for Rajesh. That is Divya's husband. He needs to come to know Christ. The other day, uh, when I went to visit with uh, Divya and Rajesh, we saw all these pictures of idols, full of them in their home. And I said, oh, God. <laughs> you know. And the other day, Suresh was saying, when they went to visit with them, all those are gone. Right, Suresh? Right? Yeah. All those idols are gone. You know what they did? They took their old gods out. That's what happened. It's not just... It is their God that they took out. When the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords comes into your heart, everything else is out. Amen. Amen. We just pull them out, take them out. When I was in a, when I was in a Trinidad uh, one time, we visited a home uh, where they had these idols and uh, they were struggling uh, with those idols. They didn't want to keep it, but they were afraid of, you know, throwing them away. Because it is their God. You know, at least it used to be their God. But many people are throwing the idols away. Praise God. 
And uh, so please pray for Rajesh and please pray for uh, Rao. Rao is a fine man. He's a very good gentleman. And that is Sri Devi's husband. And he knows the gospel is true. But, you know, hindrances are there. And we need him to come to Christ and believe in the Lord and be baptized. And so they... And the, and the children are already excited. You know, you know about Avi, what happened to him at the camp. So we are so thankful to God what he, about what he's doing. And uh, that's what happens when revival, on a much larger scale, on a much larger scale, those things will happen when the church is revived and full of the power of God. That's what we are praying for. And I know a few people are praying, and I don't know if all of you are praying. I hope you are. So please pray. Please pray for a revival in our church, a revival in our nation. We need to be burdened with the nation. You know, we are not here just to work and make a living. We are ambassadors for Christ. And we should never forget that. We are ambassadors. You know, uh, what, what the job of an ambassador it is to represent the interest of his country in a foreign country. Right? That's what the ambassadors do. They are in, in constant connection with, with their home country and, and, and formulate new policies. And uh, so they, they implement what their home country wants to be implemented in a foreign country, at least talk to the heads of states there. So we are ambassadors of God in this country right now. And, and, and we need to be able to represent Christ uh, in a way that, uh, that we reflect that that position that God has given us. So we need to be standing in the gap and praying and uh, doing the work of the Lord so we can win people into the kingdom of God and disciple people who are already uh, in the kingdom of God. We have a good discipleship program here in this church. And I do praise God for Mahesh and uh, um, uh, Salome who, was, who are heading up the men's and women's side of the uh, a discipleship program, and if you would like to be discipled, disciple, please see them, and uh, we will make room for people to be discipled. Praise God. Amen. It is a good thing. Jesus said, go and make disciples. You know, go and make disciples, so we need to be discipled, and then we can go on to make disciples again. Praise God. So, there goes my 10 minutes. <laughs> so, um, revival and increase. We're going to combine them too, but increase is needed. And we want this year to be a year of, say it, year of increase. We want this year to be a year of increase. Many people are looking for increase in their life. I know, at least I know of three men in this church, dear brothers who come to, visit, uh, who come to attend our church, um, they, they are single men, and, and they are looking for some increase in their life. <laughs> so, so, so we need to pray for them, that God will bless them. Amen? And I know there are many young men and young women looking for increases in their life. Praise God. And we are praying for you, brothers and sisters, as a constant prayer that God will bring the right people in your life. But you need to pray. You guys need to pray. And, and call upon God and, and ask Him uh, about your life and that you will obey Him in the directions that He gives. Amen. And as I said last night, we have some families that, uh, that need an increase in their families. 
So there are many, many increases that we are praying for. Praise God. Some of the families are financially struggling, and uh, uh, we want God to bless them and give them an increase in their life. Praise God. As I said yesterday again, you know, um, you see um, a, a reward or increase is uh, an incentive to work, right? If, I don't, if you don't get any reward from work, I don't think you'll be getting up in the morning and going there, right? You look for an increase. You look for a reward. And if you work for a company and um, when they call you for a review, you are hoping there will be an increase with that, a good report with that. So we all love increase, um, and God wants to give us increase. I mean, that's a good combination, right? <laughs> we love increase, and God wants us to give increase, but we need to come to God's terms. Otherwise, it will be a selfish desire. We need to come in terms with God, what, what God is wanting. I remember reading about a young man who got saved, and uh, he was so excited about the Lord. You know how people are when they first get saved. They want to, uh, you know, turn the mountains upside down and do a lot of good things. So he made a long list of things that he was going to do for the Lord. And he came to church and he put that list on the altar and he began to pray. But, but the more he prayed, the less excited he became. So, so see, he said, maybe, maybe I didn't, I, I, I don't have enough thing in here that the Lord is pleased. So, so he went back home and added a few more list, uh, items to the list. And he came back to church and put them on the altar. And he began to pray. And, uh, and, and still as he prayed, he didn't feel any joy or excitement about what he was about to do. So he was really confused. And so he went to his pastor, who was a wise pastor. And he went to his pastor and said, Pastor, I... I, I, I'm a new believer, and I want to do so much for the Lord. I, I made all these things, a list of things I want to do for him. But the more I pray, the less excited I get about all these things. And the pastor looked at the long list and said, Son, why don't you take a clean piece of paper and uh, go to at the very bottom of that page and sign your name to it, and then bring that paper, put it on the altar, and pray to God. Let God put in what he wants you to do. Right? Let, 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 you know, depend on God. Move in the will of God. Move in the will of God. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't plan. You know, planning is okay. But we need to be willing to be yielded to the plan and purpose of God that he has for our life. Amen. And then God will bless that. Praise God. Like someone said, Lord, you can send me anywhere, but don't send me to that country. You know? Right? We need to be, when we are serving God, we need to be yielded to do whatever God is bringing to our lives. Praise God. You know, we don't, we don't necessarily like trials and testings and losses and griefs and all that. But you know, God can use those situations to strengthen our faith in Him. God can use those situations to, to make us grow closer to Him. He can use those circumstances, those valleys, uh, the dark valleys we may go through at times. And, you know, those are the times that we can experience the nearness of our God with us. And we will call upon God. Praise God. 
So we are praying for increase in the life of individual people and families and the church and the nation. We want the nation to be blessed of God. Praise God. So uh, we are, the first point I want, to, I want to establish in my heart, in your heart, is that God is a God of increase. That's, that's the first principle as we, as we embark into this study of increase. And we will be going through several increases that we can have from God according to the word of the Lord. Amen. So the first thing we want to say is, my God is a God of increase. It is God who gives me increase. Amen. It is, and we need to establish that truth in our heart, in our life. Whatever increase comes into my life, it is a blessing of God. Hallelujah. That's what we need to establish in our life. Oh, you may be smart, very clever, doing a good job in your company. But when you dedicated your life to God, you dedicated your everything to God. Amen. So, so whatever blessing, whatever increase I have in my life is a direct result of God's favor and God's blessing, and I need to honor him because of that increase in our life. So, so we, we need to trust in the Lord for our increases. That's the first lesson uh, when increase comes. You know what, uh, you know what Apostle Paul said in... Um, In 1 Corinthians chapter C, chapter 3, verses 6 and 7, Apostle Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Amen. Hallelujah. But God gave the It is not what I have done. It is not what Apollos has done. But it is the mercy and the grace of God which gave us the increase. Praise God. Amen. So, so then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he waters is anything, but God who gives the increase. Amen? So, so when we are the children of God, this is what we ought to see. This is what we need to implant in our heart, in our life, and say, my increase comes from God. Amen. Now, that doesn't free me from doing what I'm supposed to do. Right? See, there need to be a, a, a Paul who will do the planting. There need to be a, a, an Apollos who will do the watering. There are things we need to do as a church. There are things we need to do as believers individually and family-wise and congregation-wise. When we do what God has called us to do, God in his faithfulness will give us increase. That's the word of God. Praise God. And, and that's what we are praying for this year. There is a, uh, last week, our dear brother Scott preached from uh, Psalm 133. Remember, remember uh, unity and purity. And uh, uh, this uh, uh, Charles Spurgeon, that famous uh, uh, preacher, had a quote last week. Remember, I'm going to say something uh, with a blank in it. I want you to fill it, right? The blank... Well, let me start again. <laughs> let me start again. <laughs> yeah. uh, even with all the imperfection, the blank is the sweetest place on earth. Remember that? With all our imperfections, 
the church is the sweetest place on earth. Amen. That's something to, I mean, carry on with you. I mean, that speaks well of the church of God. With all the imperfections, you know, you, you may look at people and see a bunch of imperfect people, but in spite of all that, praise be to God, the church uh, uh, is the sweetest place on the earth. Amen? So St. Spurgeon quoted uh, here, you might have already read it when I was talking, right? I believe that when Paul plants and Apollos waters, God gives the increase. And I have no patience with those who throw the blame on God when it belongs to themselves. Amen? That means, yeah, God is the one who gives the increase, but that doesn't free Paul and Apollos to go home and rest, right? They still need to do the, the, the planting. They still need to do the watering. And then praise be to God, he brings the increase out of the ground. Amen. I, I read a, a, a statistics, which I couldn't believe, so I, I didn't want to say it. But I'm going to say it anyway. All right. It said to, to raise a hundred bushel of corn or wheat, it takes some four million pounds of water. I, I said, four million pounds of water? Some, some university did some research on this thing. It takes so much water, so much oxygen, so much nitrogen. I mean, when you look at those numbers, you, you man, that, is that true? You know? And they come to the conclusion that the man who owns that field and labors in that field contributes only 5%. Only 5% for, the, for that 100 bushels of corn. In other words, what we do is very minute. The rest is done by God. Hallelujah! Praise God! What we do, my friend, is so minute... Hallelujah. But the increase is coming from our God. Yeah. Amen. Praise be to God. When we plan something, we always look for an increase, don't we? Praise God. So remember that. That is the first principle that we need to store in our heart and, and, and meditate on and repeat it uh, regularly and say, God, my increase. Increase in my children, increase in my wife, increase in my husband, increase in my church. Lord, it comes from you. Praise God. Jabez prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed and enlarge my cost. And the Bible says, God gave him what he asked for. Glory to God. Amen. That's beautiful. I am encouraged by that telling me that God will give me what I ask for when we, when we ask according to holy purpose and uh, uh, plans for our life. Praise God. So increase is the greatest inducement to work. Right? I mean, we, 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 if you don't get any increase, who would plant something? If you don't get any increase, who would go to work? If you don't get a degree or something in school, who will want to go to study? So, so increase or reward is, is, is an inducement, an incentive uh, to work. And the church has a work to do. You know, church is not supposed to be a lazy place. Church is supposed to be a place of work, activity. Amen. Some people go to church to rest. And some people even sleep in the church. But church is not a place to rest or to sleep, 
or take it easy. Church is a place that we need to be active in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praising God and worshiping God, sharing with one another, hugging people right and left and loving them in the name of the Lord and, and causing the, and the church to grow by the help of the Lord. Praise God. Don't think church is a lazy place. And don't sleep in the church. Praise God. And in the church, we should look for growing numbers and increased usefulness. Increased usefulness. I was, I was so blessed by this message this morning when she said, uh, you know, God is doing a work in Barchester. Praise God. Amen. We should look for growing numbers and increased usefulness. How useful are we in the kingdom work? Are we doing anything? She gave her Bible to a Telugu-speaking person. She promised to read it. We need to be useful and effective in our labor for the Lord. Praise God. Growth or increase is a characteristic of a growing, lively church. Amen? You know, if the, if the seats are empty, that means we are not growing. Right? Praise God. And, uh, you know, I often wonder, you know, some churches just grow and grow and grow, right? I mean, they, they put up a building and, and before long they're tearing that down and putting, and then they knew, why is it, Lord? Or we may say, well, they have a good music program, they have a good, great preacher, they have this and that, praise God. But if God is giving the increase, if God is going the increase, you know, all the other things can be secondary. God can give increase anywhere. Anywhere. With whomever he may choose to do that. So we need to see increase in the church. Amen. Increase in our, in our growth uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to be praying and crying to God, Lord, we want increase. I don't know if there is anybody here who wouldn't want uh, an increase in your job. In fact, I have people told me, Pastor, I had the review, but didn't get an increase. Sadly, they will say that. Sadly, they will say that. But then there'll be others and say, oh, I had a good review, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Amen? So we all look for that increase, but on the spiritual side, let us look for some increases. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Apostle Paul called somebody Timothy. Uh, as his son because he, he brought him to the Lord uh, because of his labor. And so he could call him, you are my spiritual son. Do you have anybody that you can call as your spiritual son? Do you have anybody that you can say, praise God, I prayed for that person. I gave a track to that person. I brought that person to church. And today he is serving the Lord. He or she is my spiritual son. That's how we grow the church. That's how the Lord uses us. Praise God. Paul may plant, Apollos may water, but praise God, it is God who gives the increase. It's God who, I'm going to stop right here. Praise God. It's God who gives the increase. Amen. Amen. I want to read these couple more verses. Unless the Lord builds the house, 
those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches yours over the city, the watchman says, stays awake in vain. Who brings the increase? God brings the increase. Thank God for our abilities. Thank God for our education. Thank God for our degrees. Thank God for our health. But God brings the increase. Hallelujah. That's what I want to put in my heart and, and turn it over and over and meditate on it and say, God, if you will give the increase, you will be an impartial person, God. God doesn't look at who it is or what it is. You know, he only needs somebody who are obedient and yielding to him so that he can use him. Praise God. Unless the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord watches over the city, all the works is, are in vain. And then Jesus said, and Jesus said, what did he say? I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Without me, you can do nothing. It is God who brings the increase. Praise God. Amen. So I'm going to stop. I have, uh, I have halfway through. But I think, I think the Holy Spirit is helping us to understand. Grab this truth. Lord, whatever I may do, whatever this church may do, whatever the Sunday school teachers and yeah, whatever who, whatever they may do, Lord, it is you. It is you who brings up the, the result. Praise God. Amen. Can you take that truth into your heart today? And I'm beginning to pray, God, I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to believe in you. Because I believe in this increase that only you can give. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Would you bow your heads in a word of prayer?